This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. pursue God's purpose for your life. Uh, you, that The center of His will is the best place, but so glad to see you again. It's a sweet, sweet thing uh, to see uh, that when children, and they're not children anymore, it's children of God, but when children are raised in the way that they should go, they won't depart from it, amen? Even if they do, they'll come back to it, Amen. A uh, lot of uh, children have grown up in church, and they're still way out there somewhere. But thank God they're coming home. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, you're in the right place. Boy, you're going to hear what you've never heard. Seen what you've never... Can you got to say some words with me. You're going to hear what you've never heard. You're going to see what you've never seen, so you can have what you've never had. Amen. God's got a plan for your life. I want to uh, go to Isaiah, the 43rd chapter. And I'm reading out of the Passion Bible, Isaiah. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, there's one book. I believe it was Jesus' favorite book. Boy, he quoted it a lot, Isaiah. And that's, that is the New Testament. Psalms and Proverbs are in Passion. But there is a book of uh, uh, Isaiah translated as well. Oh, it's a wonderful thing. So I'm going to read it out of... Uh, here, verse 18, it says, stop dwelling on the past. Don't even remember these former things. I am doing something brand new, something unheard of. Say, I'm going to hear what I've never heard. I'm going to see what I've never seen so I can have what I've never had. See, even now it sprouts and grows and matures. I want to point this out to you. Can you see that God's always in keeping with his way? He works with seed. There's soil. There's seed. Are you listening? So God works with seed. He goes, it sprouts. The seed is this word we're reading to you right now. Everybody say word seed. He goes, don't you perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness. Lord, we thank you for your word. We ask that you would give us utterance both to speak and to hear uh, these wind words, these rhema right now, what you are saying to the church. And we thank you. In Jesus' name, give you all the praise and the glory and the honor for the work of the Holy Spirit that he takes from what is yours and he reveals it to us, gives it to us. Amen. Well, I came to speak a word today to somebody. Perhaps you're the one that I've been sent to today. You know, somebody that has been prepared is ready to receive the seed, the word seed of God. It, you're stirred in your spirit. You, you, you're ready to listen in order to hear it. You really can't explain that. There's just, uh, there's somebody who's got a something. 
Now, you don't have to respond one way or the other because I can have church all by myself. Hallelujah. But every once in a while, uh, you need to poke folks a little and get a, at least a holy grunt to make sure they haven't fallen asleep permanently. Amen. <laughs> and you're free to respond should you, show, should you, should you so choose. Because words are powerful. Some people just reduce a, a, a folks saying amen or yes or this or that to, you know, oh, they're just being overly zealous. Church should be quiet. And controlled and, and dignified. Boy, we dignified God when we agree with God. And as speaking spirits, we say so. Because I'm the redeemed. I'm saying so. I say, God, if that's so, so be it. Amen. Come on now. Let your first so be so be it. Everybody say, my first so. And I say so. Is going to be so be it. Hallelujah. So I came to speak a word, and, and uh, somebody here may be prepared by God. They're stirred in their spirit by the Holy Spirit, and they're, 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 they're ready to listen and to hear it. There's a willingness that's been worked, a new, a new willingness, a new measure uh, uh, to seek God's pleasure, to be pleasing to God is worked inside. We can't uh, describe it. It's just this, this holy yearning and longing for God, whatever you want me to do, I, I, I'm willing. I, just tell me, show me, help me, Jesus, and, 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 and I will obey. I, I choose to obey. I want to obey. Anybody got a different want to uh, in your life? See, I came to talk to somebody that's no longer satisfied with and being in the before thing. Yeah, I, I'm sent to somebody uh, that that is that is that is not satisfied, but no long, but is is eager and expectant for the new thing. Uh, I got a message today that God will make a way. I said the message today is that God will make a way. See, there's a specific for a somebody, somebody who is in the wilderness. Now, let me define the wilderness for you. It is an unsettled state. It is an uncultivated region that's left to its natural condition. Of circumstance and as a position perhaps today of predicament and perplexity. I, 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 I need to tell you about a wilderness that sometimes, you know, we were the, we were the, we were the big fish in the little pond, but see, we were found faithful there, so we got promoted and now it's uncomfortable to be the little fish in the larger wild tract of territory that just seems, you know, covered with dense vegetation and force, Un unexplored, unfamiliar, unfriendly, and uncomfortable. Somebody here today? Anybody that finds themselves under the category of somebody? Uh, uh, wilderness is an extensive, uh, sometimes, and an extended stay in an area 
that is barren and empty as a dry desert destination. Any, any, anybody relate in this house today? Well, I wish you'd turn to somebody and say, if he ain't talking to you, he might be talking to me. Is he talking to you? I know the Holy Ghost is talking to somebody. The Spirit of God is talking to somebody. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm telling you, I'm believing that God is going to overwhelm and overcome you today. God's going to touch you in an extraordinary, special way today. You are going to encounter. And I can see some of your eyes are getting wider. I don't know. It's all right now, honey. You don't need to know. What you need is a little more of God and a little less of your I don't know. Because he knows. He knows just how to help you. He won't hurt you. He's going to help you. Amen. God wants to help you today. Just, just turn to your neighbor and say, you got to learn to say some things. See, if you won't even obey a man who tells you to say something, I know you ain't obeying the Holy Ghost who's telling you to say this or don't say that. We're practicing here. Need to practice getting control of your tongue and using it right. Instead of letting it be used wrong and the devil taking advantage of that wrongness and hallelujah. Oh, I'm trying not to be religious, but I'm going to tell you, turn to your neighbor and say, I'm telling you, I'm believing. If not for me, certainly for you. You look like you need. Say, you really look like you need. A real encounter and a real experience with a loving, living God that can and will, that can do anything and will change everything. Hallelujah. Oh, forgive me for getting a little excited, you know. I wasn't that thrilled over Auburn. I never have been that thrilled over Alabama. But this Jesus, I'm telling you, this God alive, this God present, this God real, this God, let him be magnified. Hallelujah. Woo, I'm on the winning team. I was a loser going to hell, but God got a hold of me. And I'm on the winning team, hallelujah. I know where the finish line is. I know where the goal line is. I know that I'm going to put some points on the board. Glory be to God. God everything. Devil nothing. Woo, somebody ought to shout amen in this place. Now, I purpose to teach you today, and I done drag me off on over into the preacher. I hear the Lord say, well, then just let's have a time. We might just as well, as long as we're over here. Amen. Kelly says, I'm telling you, that mouse fell in the whiskey barrel, and he come up some kind of something. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, I hope your mouse falls in the whiskey barrel. And you just get dead skunk drunk. I mean, can't walk home. Hardly can't talk. Can't hardly stand yourself. Some kind of happy. Some of you reserved people going, what? (laughs) It's all right. You know, just quietly sit there and keep tipping it up and tipping it up and tipping it up. And if you fall over, it don't matter. We won't holler about it. We'll just know you've had enough. Oh, this wilderness can be likened to a wild region of time and space 
that's a bewildering, a bewildering wilderness. It's perilousness, pitfalls, and unchecked chaos and confusion. The Bible describes that there's a wilderness as a desolate place, an unoccupied place, and a wilderness specifically, he says, a wilderness of the wanderings. Well, I came to talk to somebody today who has this, man, I really don't know, but I got this gotta go down on the inside of me. I got this, I, I can't stay here. I don't want to stay here. Uh, see, God's message in this, you remember we read it back there in, uh, uh, he, he just wanted to get us on the same page with him. He said, now, he said don't you know? He goes, you need, to, you need to be perceptive of this. It doesn't necessarily see that you see it on the outside, but something on the inside. And God, God if he can get your attention, then he wants, to, he wants to tell you, he said, I will. Everybody say, I will. Well, who's talking there? The great I am is the one that says, I will. I am says, I will. I will. Who will? God will. He will. He said, I will make a way. One translation says, I'm going to build a road. I'm going to build a road. Now, I want you to get the picture here. Here we are out in the, and listen, I'm going to say this to some of y'all. Now, listen, you're everywhere, and when you're everywhere, you can't be nowhere. You need to be somewhere. We need to find out where we are. That's the first thing. If you're lost, you need to find out where am I? God's first question to man, are you listening, in his lost state, in his bewildered state, in his wandering and wondering, he goes, where are you? You need to locate yourself in proximity to God. So where are you? If you're everywhere, you're nowhere. You know, I, I tell you what now. You know, there's sometimes that there's this, there's these, I've, 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 I've just, you know, sometimes I wonder, God, what's happening to me? You know, I mean, uh, you know, this is my home. I like being here. It's taken a long time. And, you know, and all this week I feel like I'd want to be somewhere else. And I think yeah, it's like sometimes, you know what I'm saying? You get, you, you're feeling what other folks are feeling. You're feeling what, what, what folks are going through. Sometimes God will speak things and, and I take it. I take everything God says literally and personally. And there's some stuff God's saying, listen, you heard correctly, but that's not for you. That's for this situation. Are you listening? But it stirs us enough to get us to find out, get some more details in there. I'll tell you, the devil, will if he can't stop you, listen, he'll get alongside you, try to push you to the left or push you to the right. He'll try to push you forward. Are you listening? In presumption and pride to get you off any way, shape, or form just to get you out of the center of God's will. How many of you ever struggle with, well, I think another, I need another woman. I need another man. I, I need another job. I need another house. I need another area. I just need to go somewhere. Don't misinterpret the gotta go. And, and most of it's, I don't know. Glory be to God. Amen. I'm believing God do a work in my body, do a work in her body. And you know, our two bodies, all of it. Amen. All glory to God. The best is yet to come. Well, you're old. Who said that? You're just looking at my house. I mean, the inward man's renewed day by day. I don't care what this other, what this other one is. Well, I do care from the standpoint. It says, you're not going to die on me. 
You're not going to have cancer. You're not going to have a heart attack. You're not never going to have a stroke. You're not never going to have diabetes. You understand me? You're going to obey me all the days of my life. You're going to live long. You're going to live strong. You're not going to eat what you want to eat, do what you want to do. You're not going to get sidetracked, sideslapped, anything. You're going to do what you're told to do. You are my body. And I'm going to glorify God in my body. And right now I tell you every cell in it, the Holy Ghost is supercharging you with the life of God. Amen. If you don't look like you glow to nobody else, trust me, honey, I go out in the dark in the coyotes How I'm glowing in the dark with the glory of God. Amen. Why would you go out the coyotes? Because if they get too close, I'm going to give them some medicine. I don't care if they're out there howling, chasing you know, uh, uh, squirrels and rabbits and stuff like that. But come on over here to the chicken house and you're listening. It'll be your last trip to supper anywhere. You think I'm talking about animals, but there are wolves in sheep clothing, coyotes, and sneaky stuff. Are you listening? Hallelujah. We get sidetracked here, ain't we? It just get way off over. And he, God said, I will make a way. Now listen, who will? He will. Say, he will. Jesus said, I am the way. Now, now that's a bold statement. He's, Jesus is God's way. And he was so audacious as to say, I am the way. The world says, oh, there's lots of ways. Honey, no, there ain't. Not to God. Only Jesus. Jesus alone. I remember being in the airport uh, in Burlington, Vermont, went up there running a revival, and there's this girl. And, you know, there's lots of smart folks in the world, you know. I just, I pray, say, just, Lord, be gracious and kind and merciful to the ignorant and the not knowing. Amen. That would be me. So this intelligent lady, she said, asked me, we were having a conversation, said, sitting there waiting for a plane. She said, why, why, why'd you come, this and that? And I said, well, I came to my hometown I got saved down in Alabama, and I, you know, come back and run a revival in my hometown, and, you know, uh, uh, had a relationship with Jesus, da-da-da-da-da. And she said, well, how, how do you know that Jesus is the only way? I said, well, the Bible says so. It's the Word of God. She goes, well, you know, she goes, the Quran, uh says that, uh, uh, that that's the Word of God. How do you know? I really couldn't answer, you know. It's okay to not know. But don't stay not knowing. Amen? I wasn't effective as I could be. I don't like the devil to stump me. The Bible says give an answer to everybody that asks you that, for the hope that's on the inside of you. So I made that a matter of prayer. Uh, over, uh, You know, you've got to seek before you find. You've got to ask for your answer. You've got to keep knocking till it's open to you. And so the Lord, you know, led me to some scripture because the scripture is always the script. Just read the script. You just, you know, you just got to say, well, this is what the Word of God says. The Bible says this. It says how God exalted Jesus by raising him and set his seal on him and proved him to be the Son of God by raising him from the dead. Whoever wrote that other stuff are dead. We can go to their... We can go to their grave. They're dead men's bones, understand? But you can go where they lay Jesus. He ain't there! God raised him from the dead. He is the Son of God. Listen, if you want to make it out of death alive, you better follow the one that did. If you believe that, are you listening? And you've got to go through death alive, don't you? 
pass from death on to life. Oh, that's a scary thought, brother. That's just a scary thought. I'm just scared, scared, scared to death. I've been scared to death all my life. Mama's scared to death. Grandma's scared to death. I'm scared to death. She's scared to death. He's scared to death. We scare our children to death. Everywhere we go, we scare everybody to death. (laughs) You ought to quit saying that. You ought to quit saying you're scared. And you ought to quit saying that that's going to, because it does, open the door to death. The devil's a legalist. He'll use your words against you. And God's a legalist. He'll use your words for you. The power of death and life are, well, I'm scared to death. Which side of the line did that fall on? Death's side. You're a speaking spirit. You're not just your physical body. You live there. But your real power is the spirit man. There are two men, the hidden man of the heart and the outward man. Amen. Jesus said, I am the way. Period. Well, I know, brother, he's that way for you, but, you know, the rest of us just going to do the best we can, take our chances. Don't do it. Don't do it. He's the way. And don't wait till you get there to find out if it's true. Ask, is it true now? And if you've got a heart that wants to know the truth, the Holy Spirit will, will. if you have a, any mind that's anything different, the Bible says, well, the Holy Spirit will show you that too. Because unless he shows you, you're not going to know it. You know, we don't come to church with our head to get information, do we, about God. That's not how we know God. We know God by revelation because we bring our heart. Hmm? See, some of you are stuck because you're living out of here. We fell down into that realm of, into, of, of, of intelligence. Remember the thing? God knows that when you eat of this, you'll be just like God, and you'll know, that you'll know both good and evil. We're not. Listen, there's some evil I don't need to know nothing about. I prefer that I never knew some of it. It's unnecessary. I don't want to live on that side of the line. How many of you have ever experienced some things in your life? You could say, that's evil. Well, you've got some knowledge of that now, but wouldn't it be good? Wouldn't you like to forget that former thing? What has happened? Wouldn't you like to move on to the new things? Well, then let the new things be revealed to you from your heart. Live out of your heart, not just your head. Now, you're, not a mi- I'm in the, you're in the mindless masses in the world. But you're not a mindless creature. God gave you a mind, but it's a spiritual mind. The mind of Christ. It is a mind that has to be renewed to the things of God, to the ways of God, to who God really is. That other knowledge is dark knowledge. This knowledge is light. Can't be hidden. No shadows in it. It's the truth. There are two kinds of knowledge. You get to choose which one. Are you listening? Amen. And folks would go, well, I know this to be true. No, that's a, a level of truth, but it's dark truth. And it's a fact, but it's not the final fact of the truth of the Word of God. Are you listening? I don't got time to go over into all that. Anyway, Jesus is the way. Now listen, and he's the only way that works and that wins. And he came to get you out from and to get you into. How many of you got some stuff that you'd like out from this messed up and get into that blessed up? Did I lose you? 
Are you listening? I'm not like some college professor here that's going to drone on for hours and hours and hours. Pay attention, you'll get out early. It's that simple. Amen. Sometimes we've got to undo a few things so we can do some other things. Get rid of the stinking thinking. Amen. Pastor Sandy had some bird seed in it, stayed outside, got rained on, all that kind of stuff. So she wanted to put it in the thing. And boy, you know, if you've ever smelled seed of any kind or grain of any kind that's had a little time to ferment, and I know some of you like to drink that. You like to drink the water that's passed through fermented grain, and you talk yourself into the, oh, that's good. Yum. It stinks. Sin goes, I wonder why those birds ain't eating that seed. Because it stinks. Amen. <laughs> it's rotten, fermented. Moving right along. I've gone to meddling, haven't I, here? But anyway. Sometimes you've got to get rid of some of those stinky stuff. Stinking thinking. In order, you've got to get rid of it. got to get you out of that. In order to get you into the right thinking. And as a man or woman thinks in their heart, that's the thing. And see, that's we've got to just not think with our head. You've got to think with your heart. I said, you've got to think with your heart. Isn't that right? See, you know, your head will say, you know, I wonder where she is. I wonder where she is. You know, she was mad at me when she left this morning. We ain't been getting along hardly at all. She's probably out running somewhere. Probably got some sweet-talking Joe down there at the office, and they're probably having a rendezvous and running. You know, and your heart goes, you know better than that now. That woman loves you and all that. Which one are you going to believe? Your head or your heart? Isn't that right? Amen. Won't your head run off with you if you'll run with it? And then when you get home now, now you, your mouth, instead of speaking out of the abundance of your heart, you're talking your head. Where you been? Where you been done? Who you been with? Now you're accusing folks. Boy, accusation gets you a long way, don't it? Now all of a sudden when we're accusing, we're defensive. What you mean where I've been? I'll be where I want to be. What you talking about here? What, you don't trust me? Oh, now we're in trouble. We have run off. Your head will get you in trouble that your heart will try to keep you out of. Well, look here. First things first. What's he say? Stop. Stop it. Stop dwelling in the past. Stuck on what's happened. Yes, you've been hurt. You've been broken. You've been offended. You've been deceived. You've been betrayed. You've been robbed and stolen from. You've been taken advantage of. You've been done wrong. You've been offended. See, offended means an offense to offend means to strike against. To create resentment, anger, or displeasure. To cause to feel resentment, anger, or displeasure. To cause to feel violated. It is an affront. It is an affront. It is an open and deliberate disrespect, insult, and contemptuously rude. Any of you ever been there? All right. Listen. But stop staying stuck in what's been done because now, listen, if you do, now you are heartbroken. You are disillusioned. You are disheartened. You are discouraged. I came to talk to somebody here today. You are in unforgiveness. 
If you are offended, you take that offense, you are, the, the, the thing that's going to happen is that you are going to find yourself in unforgiveness and, and the territory of unforgiveness. And I'm going to tell you how you recognize it. See, it, it, there's strife around that. There's strife. There's accusation around that, you see. Are you hearing? There's envy around that. And it's so subtle sometimes, see? But I'm going to tell you what. Now, unforgiveness is a death trap. It is a quicksand pitfall in this wilderness. And the more you stay struggling with this thing right here over what happened, what has been in these categories have been done wrong. And we stay stuck. How do you know? Listen, listen. The only way to freedom, the way to freedom is Jesus' way, is God's way. As the end of unforgiveness, listen, is bitterness. When I think about what has happened. And when I think about what has been done to me, I'm bitter about that. Whenever I get squeezed, my heart gets squeezed. That, that, that image, that, those words, all that. And what comes out is bitterness. I'm bitter over that. You know, folks are bitter. There are, listen, there are folks that are bitter over things this day that happened not in their day, many days before. I'll tell you, look at Mama Dot. Mama Dot has lived through, many of you other husbands, but I'm going to tell you, I, I listen to her. She don't think I listen to her. You can't listen to everything Mama Dot said. But just like you can't listen to everything everybody say. Amen. But now look, I listened to her, and, and she was telling me, and I've been around her long enough, too. She said, you know what, Pastor, not, there was a time, she said, when I couldn't go in the same door. I couldn't drink from the same water fountain. You hear me? I got nothing for all these young folks running around this and that. Are you listening now? I don't care. You know, there's some folks that have lived some stuff. Are you listening? Amen. But you know what? There ain't a bitter bone in her body about none of that. And you hear it. She go, oh, I got to love. I just got to love. I love people. Then she'll start to cry. I got to love people. Yeah, her tears are overflowing love. Amen. And you got to, this is, I'm proting her. She goes, you got to forgive. Why, well, it's powerful. Because, see, she's free. And all these folks running around here, are you listening? They're not free. I remember watching the movie, the, the, uh, uh, what was it, the country of Jones, and it was about this guy and slaves and different stuff, white guy and black guys together. And uh, it's a good movie. There was a mixed marriage there. Boy, that caused trouble back in the day. But there was one of the, one of the, uh, uh, one of the black men who was a slave, and then Jones, he, you know, he didn't want to fight in the war. That was the thing. He didn't want to fight it. He said, it's not my fight. I'm not prejudiced. I don't, I'm not this or that. I'm not one way or the other. He just wanted to survive. 
But anyway, he, uh, 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 he, he said to the black guy, and he called him the N-word. He said, you're a... He said, listen. He said, no, I'm a free man. You can't make a free man a slave. I am a free man. Are you listening? Why? Refuse to walk in anything but forgiveness and refi- listen and, and look to God. Who did God say I am? That's who I am. I don't care. I don't care who says what you are. Jesus is the only voice that matters because he has the final say so. He made you. He blessed Abraham and said, I have made you. Who God make you? Just the color of your outside house. These things need to be dealt with. In truth, not just, you know, padded down and perverted. Are you listening? Because all around you, the chaos and confusion, accusation, strife, envy, unforgiveness, bitterness. The Bible says that bitterness will defile many. So it has to be cut out, separated. Amen. Jesus is the way. Everybody say, Jesus is the way. Need to see unforgiveness for what it is. It is a death trap. It'll kill you inside. And eventually it'll kill you outside. It absolutely will. Are we getting anywhere with this? today i know we got to hurry as i got four minutes according to the timekeepers and we can go down there and watch spongebob laugh our fool head off now that's all we have is a fool head when we get done laughing <laughs> well laughter does good like a medicine that's right but you know i mean if you'd pay attention you wouldn't be crying over some of this other stuff Give God equal time. Just equal time. Just some equal attention. What did God say? Stop it. How you know know that you're not free from it, it's ever with you. All you got to do, it's not a scar. It's still not healed inside because every time you push it, it hurts me still. It hurts me still. It's still there. Something's in there. Oh, it might get callous and all that. But, you know, given enough time, given the right circumstances, are you listening? It'll try to work its way to the surface. It's made to do. Your heart rejects that. Your spirit just because it won't. Listen, unforgiveness is a heart thing. It's a spiritual thing. Why? Because forgiveness, the opposite side of that, is not a feeling. It's a choice. It's a decision. It's an act of the will. To keep it is a decision. To hold on to it is a, uh, well, I'm going to make them pay. You're paying. They're not paying. You're paying. They do not pay.
pay. They went on their way. They might have done it intentionally or unintentionally, but it stuck. It was a fiery dart that stuck with you. Listen, have you ever thought about this? The devil has fiery dust, but our God has hands full of lightning power that can move so quickly and it can just zoom. I mean, in an instant, in a moment, God can make an incision and God can burn out cauterized all of that bleeding, all of that hurt, all of that infection. He can puncture it and he can fire you up in that thing and he begin a healing process in your life. No comparison with the power. Yeah, the devil has a fiery dart. Yeah, you got hit. Yeah, you got hurt. Are you listening? Yeah, you. Did. it was an area the, the shield of faith was not up in, but take it up now. Right. Amen. Don't stay with it. Get rid of it. Stop it. What, 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 listen, he's not talking about forgetting all the good things and the good memories and all the wonderful things. It's the, that's not keeping you stuck. That's not what is hindering you from going forward. It's... That's not what, that's not what's keeping you from knowing and going forward. It's the stuff that has you bound, that you're bound to, that you're chained to, that when you try to get free, it just keep coming back to, and they did that to me. I just can't get past what I'm talking, listen, I'm saying some words, but they are not the words of a man. God is speaking to your spirit by his Holy Spirit right now because he wants you to have something you've never had. What is that? Freedom. And I'm going to tell you what now. You have to forgive it in order to forget it. Say it with me. You have to forgive. You know, Jesus said, you must forgive. You have to forgive it in order to forget it. Some of you are trying to forget it, but you haven't forgiven it. See, if, it's, if the past is still in the present, in order to stop it, you've got to put it away for good. You know, some folks need to forgive God. I've been offended at God before. Not with God, because God doesn't take an offense. You can't be offended with God. He refuses to be offended with you. But he'll let you be offended at him. Or his way, his timing. I would have thought by now that you would have come down. Taking care of all of this, you can. And the devil says, and then, then why wouldn't he if he could? And he gets us to be offended. You know, the devil will accuse God, he'll accuse us. Some of us, we need to forgive ourselves. It's possible to be offended at yourself, so offended. Are you listening? At the failures, at the this or that, that 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 image on the inside, that's how you see you, and that's not how God sees you at all. Sometimes you need to forgive yourself. 
You need to find freedom from your own self. Are you listening? Because the devil has accused you so long that when you go mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the worst one of all? And say, you know the answer to that. You're looking at her. You're looking at him. It's not a magic mirror. This is the mirror. You are redeemed. Forget the former things. Forget the former things. That's not who you are. You are. Listen, the greater one is in you, so you're greater than that. You're bigger than that. You have an option. There's no temptation that has fallen you that hasn't befallen everybody else. Don't fall into that pit of failure. Are you listening? Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. There are people that had horrendous things. Are you listening? Made, made bad choices. Other people were hurt as a thing of that. And then they will pay, the, they'll pay penance the rest of their life. Are you listening? And limit themselves. Turn, turn to, you know, I mean, die unhappy. Die unfruitful. Just, you know, you, you know, you know people. That happened and they never got over it. They never could get past it. They could not forgive themselves. And now listen, then it's possible to be offended with others, isn't it? Offended with others. Offended with others. This is a tall order. We won't go into that today because he said, how many times? Jesus said, if your brother offends you, violates you, angers you, hurts you, seven times in one day you have to forgive him if he comes and asks for forgiveness. And Peter, they cried out. They said, Lord, increase our faith. You forgive by faith, not by feelings. They understood. I'm going to have to do that by faith. Because I'm going to tell you what. About the seventh time. I'm not having good feelings at all. Alright. i got to finish this. And i got a long way to go. But we're done. Forgiveness is freedom's way. Is the way out of the wilderness. See God forgives all. God forgave everything of everyone. God forgave you, and God forgave them. And when we receive his forgiveness, we find the freedom to forgive and release others. See, we're not somehow translated, picked up here and supernatural, sometimes put down there. Jesus, God said, I'll make a way, I'll build a road. I'll build a road. I'll build a road. It's possible to build into our lives as Christians. As Christians, the capacity to receive the grace of forgiveness for ourselves and to extend that same grace and forgiveness to others. Because the great forgiveness of God is all. And to build the forgiveness way is the road to freedom. To get you out of the messed up and get you into the blessed up. Let's look at Jesus. You know, they started out and said the cross has the final word. What is the word of the cross? Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them. Was Jesus being violated? Was Jesus being affronted? It's one thing if you do something wrong, you deserve it. It's another thing if you never did anything wrong. You're taking that on yourself for somebody else. 
See, the cross is the first signpost on the way, God's way. Jesus is the way out of the wilderness. He's our example, isn't he? Forgiveness frees you and I from the wandering wilderness. Forgiveness cannot be based on feelings. It is a choice, a decision, an act of the will. I will, I decide to, I choose to. Now listen, here's the first thing. We refuse to take on an offense. We refuse strife. We refuse envy. We refuse accusation. We refuse, listen, pride. Pride will, pride will push the envelope to say, you know what? They don't deserve forgiveness. The second is, is that, you know, the devil will come and he'll go, yeah, but, you know, God's unfair. He's not going to, they're just going to get away with it. Nobody gets away with anything. Whatever you sow, you reap. It'll come back around. But you let God do the vengeance thing. You let God work that out. Amen. He knows their heart. You don't. Boy, it's hard to do this stuff. This is not easy. If it were easy, but it is a choice. You got to build a road. Hard work building a road when all there is is just this tangle, you know. And, and I'll tell you what, it's hard work thinking about a road when you're sinking in the quicksand. You ever been there? Suffocating pressure. Pastor Ron's going to come. We'll be done here. Listen. Jesus gave his key. I freely receive forgiveness from God, so I freely give the forgiveness of God. If I can receive the forgiveness of God, and I can let that flow through me and freely give the forgiveness of God. If God forgave him and says, I must forgive, then I can forgive him. I can if I will. I don't if I won't. And I'll tell you, there have been times in my life when the only way that I knew how my feelings were so messed up my life was messed up. It, things had created a mess. Offenses. Trouble. Some not so good people. Jesus said, pray for those who despitefully use you. Oh, I'm going to pray for them, all right. God, you need to wipe them off the freaking planet. And I know just how to help you. So if I had to do it all over again, they wouldn't be in my front yard. They'd be in my backyard, and there'd only be one witness left to tell about it. You know, it's possible for a Christian to hate to the place where you can murder somebody. That's a, that's a wilderness experience, isn't it? Bewildering that you come to that. Bitter. I said, you need to pray for them. You pray it forward. You pray for those who despitefully use you. Well, how do I do that? Well, start with Jesus. Father, forgive them. You forgave them. I'm, I choose to forgive them. And I'm going to pray for them. I'm not going to pray what I feel for them. I'm going to pray your kingdom come and your will be done. I'm telling you what I've had to learn and do it for years till my feelings changed, till faith came and my feelings changed, till fear went away and my feelings changed. Amen? Father, forgive them. 
They really don't know what they're doing. They're being used by the devil. But forgive them. I forgive them. I remember arguing with God. No one of you here have ever argued with God. God will give you an instruction and go, yeah, but. But. Amen. We bring reasoning and arguments. Amen. And what is that? That's the voice of a stronghold. That's being assaulted with the power of God. Yeah, but God. Yeah, but God. He said, I said, God, they're not going to do nothing with the kingdom. They're heathen dog. They're going to hell. And I'm glad they are. He said, you pray my kingdom come and my will be done. It's not up to you what they do with it. That's up to them. But you do what I tell you to do. You pray for them. You obey me. Let your obedience set off the power of God, the reward of God in your life. Am I talking to somebody here today? We don't have time. I've gone way past the time. It's 11.25. But in five minutes' time, listen, inside of five minutes, I'm going to tell you I speak a release to you that there's increase on the other side of this. God sent me to somebody here today, and he's been talking to hearts. And if you find yourself in in these perilous times in this kind of a predicament, in this trial of trouble in your life. And there's bitterness there. There's, there's hurt still. There's unforgiveness. Ever how we got there. We're going to have to stop it today. The order was God, first, first word I mouth, he goes, stop it. You know, God came to put a stop to it. To stop it. To come to tell the devil, stop it. You're the offender. You stop it right now. How many of you are ready for it to stop? It to stop. You're here today. Stand up. You want prayer. I'm going to pray. Listen. Words. He blessed them saying, I'm going to speak from this word a word over you. And if you'll just listen. All through the Bible, the bless, the power of God's ability and his capacity to perform his word. There was never, ever, are you listening? Except by, listen, this is the, there's no lawyer. There's no filing it at the courthouse. It is on record in the record books of heaven in the blood of Jesus. God says, I will do what I said I will do. I can and I will. And the rest of it, listen, I cannot produce that. I can't bring that anywhere, but the rest of it is by faith. The evidence of that is simply taken by faith. God said it, that's good enough. That word will be followed by a supernatural work of the Holy Ghost. And I expect to see that in my life. That, you know, Pastor Sandy, oh girl, the Holy Ghost prophesied to you about this severance. Stop it. Severing it. Cutting it off. You know, that's interesting the way that Jesus operated when he was trying to get his disciples to live by faith. Here's a tree on the way to Jerusalem and the, and the thing is not doing what it was created to do, meant to do. It's supposed to be figs. And he went and he didn't find what he was looking for. I'm going to help you. I'm going to help you show you how the faith of God works. God just spoke a word to the root. And listen, and the fruit had to follow. God speaks a word to the root. And it begins to dry up from that ground up. Listen to me. Look at me, girl. And the fruit goes away. No man eat fruit of this tree 
again forever. Boy, what a promise. If God can speak to the root, oh, the fruit will go away. And no man will ever, including you, including you, the devil will come, but the tree ain't there no more. There's no fruit to feed you. Here, bite this, eat this. There's no more fruit to feed that. Are you with me today? I'm going to speak to the root of some stuff. I speak to the root of the hurt, the offense, the violation. I speak to the root of the offense, the affront, the rudeness. I speak to the root of unforgiveness in the name of Jesus. And I declare these people will never again have to eat the fruit of that ever again for ever in Jesus' name. I sever it where it cannot be seen. And I declare that it shall be seen. What has been done in the unseen shall be seen in the seen. I declare a freedom and a liberty to them. Now listen, I'm going to ask you for a faith a faith action. The greatest faith is speak the word only. That's great faith. So I'm going to ask you to come up and operate in the faith of God with God today. Amen? It's only going to take two words. It's only going to take two words. Just two simple words for you to find a freedom. You to have a freedom that you've never had before. Because today you've heard what you've never heard and you've seen what you've never seen. Now listen, 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 listen. Just two words. But you're not going to say them ignorantly or as a little parrot. You're going to say them because you made a decision. You're going to say them because you have a choice. Because you always have a choice. And the greatest choice I have is that I get to choose which words I say. I declare. I decree. Are you ready to say them? See, because if you've decided to forgive, if you choose to forgive, as an act of your will, you can say right now with me, say this, say, I forgive. I forgive all. I forgive everyone of everything in the name of Jesus. I forgive. Now, Father, I thank you. As the redeemed of the Lord, we say so. So. Say this with me. Say so. Be it. In the name of Jesus. Well, you ought to look at your name and say, you look different already. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh, amen, amen. I'm like Gideon at the, at the Palestinian gate over there in Israel. And he's standing there and we're like sheep going under the shepherd's rod. Glory to God. Got them all. One, two, three. Got everybody that was stuck. Got them all. They all passed under the shepherd's rod today. They all... 
got it right, got it clean, got free. Amen. All of them, everyone. Not one missing, not one broken, not one missing, not one broken. Everyone. Glory be to God that wanted to is in the name of Jesus. Turn to him and say, boy, freedom looks good on you. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.